what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and we out here for the Just the West Bowl, aka the Wild Card Weekend, featuring our biggest game for the Wild Card Weekend, uh, the Seahawks at the Niners. I'm your host, Just the West, and I have my co-host, uh, very much a lifetime Seahawks fan, Camo. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you there? <laughs> no, no, no comment. No comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, uh, exciting game coming up this weekend. Um, you know, I know the Seahawks. They barely made it in. Um, I think everyone is is uh, you know everyone became a Detroit fan in that last uh, the last weekend game. So thank you, thank you to the Lions for knocking off the Packers. That was the craziest thing. My God. So like. I did a pod, you know, a couple weeks ago between, quote unquote, the Battle of the Bay between the Niners and the Raiders. I had my boy AJ from the Bay. We did a pod, and honestly, honestly, when you know I was talking about the state of the NFC West, I had the Niners in because they won the NFC West. They obviously they, um, you know, they clinched the division, and I didn't even really talk about the Seahawks because mm-hmm. for the Seahawks to make the playoffs, all these things had to happen, and. For the record, there ain't no way the Packers are going to lose at Lambeau to the Lions. The Lions, they, I mean, they've had their number for years, right? Right? And so <laughs> the only way the Seahawks would get in is if, obviously, they beat their opponent, which was the Rams, a divisional game in itself, which was an overtime win for that matter. So they had to win that game, and then they had the Packers to lose at Lambeau Field in order for them to get into the playoffs. Ain't no way, right? Yeah. No, that was that was kind of crazy circumstances. Um, you know, I think the Packers season is like a roller coaster, it was up and down. They they started off kind of hot, then they had a lull, then they came back again and then they went down. So who knows kind of how that went and you know if that's really gonna be, you know, Rogers could it be his last game? Maybe. But um it really kind of uh, – and the Lions, to their credit, were playing well the last few weeks of the season, even though they didn't make the playoffs. They, um, Jared Goff was playing really well, and uh, I think there's a lot of optimism in, in, in Detroit going forward. You know what they say is uh, Detroit versus everybody, and honestly, like, I feel that embodiment. Uh, this was a game where they were out. You know, they got – they lost to the Panthers. They were eliminated from playoff contention. But, you know, going into it, they were like, you know what? We're out, but fuck the Packers. They're not going either. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Jerry Goff, like, you know, you know, the biggest thing about him, uh, at least the thing against him was, like, you know, small hands, Cal Berkeley mm-hmm. and all. Like, you know, small hands, Jerry Goff can't compete in cold weather, let alone primetime mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he was off. He was off like early on, but he had some really big throws. Uh, obviously, that touchdown throw uh, in the second half, and they uh, had some trick up their sleeves in regards to the uh, you know the, the pitch and ladder play. Um, mm-hmm. They won straight up. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, did you see uh, uh, Jamal Williams post game outfit with his hat? <laughs> I did. He had that Naruto hat. He had a really epic post game interview. And, and for the record, too, uh, might as well boast about my accomplishments. But uh, 
<clears throat> I was in eight fantasy football leagues, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I made playoffs in seven. Mm. I got past the first round in six. I uh, got past the second round in five, or I made the championship in five. And out of those five, I won four. What? I won four. That's crazy. And out of those, out of those eights, I won four championships. And I placed in two more, second place and third place. So I placed in six out of eight leagues this year. That's crazy. That's like, I mean, wow. Best best year ever. Best, and you know, yeah, for sure. And you know the commonality of who I had on most most teams that I won for the league? Mm, I had Brock Purdy. <laughs> I had Jamal Williams. Williams. I had Jamal there Williams. He was my flex. He was my flex slash running back too for 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 a lot of leagues. Where he, um, he, he, you know, he's he's your he, he's your Pokemon trainer spirit spirit guide. You know, he's he he's with you. Seventeen rushing touchdowns for the year. Pretty epic stuff. Um, thank you, Jamal Williams. But I just want to you know obviously boast about my accomplishments because yeah, nice. Jamal Williams was was a big reason for it. For, for well, I was in three leagues, made the playoffs in one and i won my first time <laughs> oh yeah i mean i beat you in the other one right yeah <laughs> you know what no more wagers <laughs> fair enough fair enough okay well let's go ahead and talk about um you know the wild card aka the just yep. the west bowl the first game of the NFL postseason, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, how do you feel about this game? Well, like, I don't know if it's a primetime matchup because you know it could be primetime for us because it's divisional. You know, Seahawks mm-hmm. and Niners, but I won't say they got fucked, but they got they got the worst time. They got the first game on a Saturday, one thirty p.m. Pacific Standard yeah. Time. Um, yeah, <clears throat> is that a slight because the primetime game is the Chargers and Jaguars? Um, yeah, you know it's shouldn't it be the other way. I'm 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 just saying, right? I mean, the Niners are clearly you know arguably the hottest team in the NFL coming into these playoffs right now. They've won what eleven in a row, ten it's, in um, a row, ten or ten, ten in a row. row. Yeah. And um, you know, yeah, the Saturday games are they're always kind of funny. Um, a little bit of a slight, but at least around here, you know, I don't, I don't, I feel like no one really cares when the games would be just as long, you know, it's, it's this weekend. I mean, on one end too, you could say that the NFL technically fucked the Niners and the Seahawks schedule is because they feel like the Niners are going to, you know, convincingly mm-hmm. Seahawks. And that's why they put it, put them under the rug. Um, I'm gonna put this out there too, Camo. You, you know, the, the last time, even though it's, it's a couple years back, but I vividly remember. Uh, do you remember when we went to like I don't know Southland Mall area in Hayward? Uh, we went to a bar for a 1:30 game on Saturday. Do you know what the? Uh, do you remember what I'm talking about? Vaguely. Okay, so that was the Texans Raiders game where it wasn't Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Bro- broke his leg or he had a leg injury and it was TJ Yates as the starting quarterback. Okay. And it was more more so TV background music. Um, but do you know what the uh, occasion was for you to have a drink and watch the game? Uh, I, do, I do not recall. Okay. You said you were, uh, you were pregnant with, um, ah, okay. with your daughter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So you're like, I'm, cheers. yeah, I'm, I'm going to be cheers a father. Cheers, cheers, cheers to that. Okay. That's what I vividly remember about <laughs> we, Saturday. We, uh, we, we, we were watching the Raiders against the, uh, Texans. the yeah. Texans. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, uh, sounds like a Thursday, a Thursday night game. I think it was actually it wasn't TJ. Uh, Connor Cook was, was the quarterback for, for the Raiders. My apologies. Uh, oh, TJ is played for the, played for the Texans. Yeah. There yeah. we go. So the Raiders lost that game, I think. So, um, Anyway, so I'm just totally out of the random, but when I think Saturday, <laughs> non football, that is one anecdote I remember about that time slot. Nice. Well, yeah. you know what? I think that uh, different circumstances this time around, we have a we have a team that we're we're both highly invested in. I mean, I know you're a huge Texans fan, but uh, you know, <laughs> this is your other team. That's right. That's right. So let's go ahead and go to itself. As mentioned before, for the Seahawks to get into to this position, they won an overtime game at Seattle against mm-hmm. the divisional uh, Rams. Uh, it was tied nine nine, and you know they, they won. It's awesome. The Niners they had to, to face the Cardinals, which was JG Watt's last game. If you guys yep. saw Hard Knocks, you already know. You know JG Watt retired, he had two sacks, but you know the Niners convincingly beat the Cardinals, and so you know. Didn't see this matchup coming. I was expecting more so the Packers against the Niners, but you have a divisional matchup where the Niners, the Seahawks at Niners at Levi Stadium, they're favored by nine and a half, ten, depending on where you, you uh, made mm-hmm. your play in Vegas. Over under forty two, and this is a game where you know they've already played each other two times already. The Niners mm-hmm. are two and zero. Between those two matchups, uh, the Seahawks have only scored one offensive touchdown. It's been field goals and, uh, and everything else, but they've only scored one offensive touchdown. The Niners have beaten them convincingly. But at the same time, too, everyone keeps saying it this week. It's very hard to beat a team three times, let alone a divisional rival, let alone a team mm-hmm. like the Seahawks mm-hmm. with Pete Carroll. And, you know, I, I'm sure they're going to be on that underdog, us against the world approach. So there is a bit of unease you know if you're in the Niners and there's a bit of you know um well if you're the Seahawks you're in house money right now so you know off the top what do you make of this matchup overall I mean I didn't see this coming but here we are now yeah no I mean I was not expecting this at all I was thinking the Packers as well um but glad to see as well I mean I mean as we've talked about previous pods we we went to Seahawks Niners game back in last year, 2021 at at Seattle. And that was, you know, obviously those matchups are always, the games are always crazy between these two teams, even though we've played the Niners have played them twice this year, the two and oh, and, and the line is minus nine and a half, 10, you know, it's playoff football. Everyone's Oh, and Oh, it's anything can happen. Um, We talked about this before. The weather is supposed to be fierce this weekend, raining, down here at uh, at Levi's, so and that's the thing too. If it was a sunny Cali sixty sixty five, yeah, feel pretty good about the Niners. Uh, but once again, I don't know. This has been like what? How many years since you get another monsoon storm? Mm-hmm. But it's happening, of course, of course, for Saturday. Exactly, um, it's going to be storming. The, the Niners won. Second game was in Seattle. They won twenty one thirteen. I don't recall the weather at that game, but the weather was, it was fine. It was fine. Okay. It was a clear, yeah. clear sky, 60, 65 degrees, and a clearer day. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a, that wasn't that the one they played in Seattle though? 
the first game was at was in in Santa Clara. The second game was in in Seattle. Seattle. I, Sunday night football or Thursday night football. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, probably cold that night, but um, you know, I, I don't think that this necessarily the rain is going to you know say oh the Seahawks have a distinct advantage there. Um, even though Geno Smith has had you know his best career as a pro this year, um, and you know I think that what the 49ers are going to ask Brock Purdy to do is really, you know, think about managing the game as best possible, limiting mistakes, getting it to playmakers. Um, I was reading, I was listening to some, some stats about, you know, uh, basically you want to, you want, you want to run the, run the ball at least between 55 and 60% of the time and just kind of based off of the number of snaps that they're expecting, things like that, you know, he's really only going to expect, be expected to throw 18 to 20 times in a game. Um, so when the Niners have so, the ball, you, you really want to take it out of Purdy's hands, right? You want to give it to Christian McCaffrey. You want to give it to Debo. You want to give it to, you know, those are your two, you know, George Kittle has been having the last few games have been crazy for him. So Elijah Mitchell, um, George Mason, you, you really want to – yeah. So you you want to run, yeah. run this motherfucker then, right? I mean, that's been your bread and butter, right? McCaffrey's had how many touchdowns since he was acquired? 10, 11 in the last... Seahawks are the, uh, I think, the 27th run defense. But I don't know. Whenever the Seahawks play the Niners, rankings aside, they usually play a pretty good game. Even even last game, because, you know, Thursday Night Football, it was a relatively close game up until the yeah. end. I think that the... You know, both teams are coming into the playoffs, um, obviously playing at the best of their respective, you know, teams. Um, I feel like just from listening here, no one's really given the Seahawks a chance. But just from prior experience and observations, you know, I I, I think this could be closer than people are really expecting it to be. So, uh, but with that being said, the Niners have the number one defense, which is something that the Seahawks, I don't know how they're going to be going to be able to overcome that um, because uh, I don't know the numbers in front of me, but or how good they are. But again, stop stopping the run. But I, you know, they're definitely not in the top ten. Well, all right. So before we get ahead of ourselves, so when the Niners have the football, you're running the football. It's a rainy game, so that's probably to your advantage to run the football. It's going to be really hard. I don't know how much of a storm it is, but it's it's going to be raining for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, here's the other elephant in the room, as as well that as Purdy has played up to this point, and, and he's done great. By the way, he was actually uh, this past month he was offensive player of the month. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you can make a case that he's offensive rookie of the year for for that matter. But you know, as you mentioned, oh no, he's played good regular season games. Um, are are you worried about the, you know? Rookie factor of never never played in a playoff game. Do you think he's gonna up to this point? He's been good, but mm-hmm. do you think do you think he's gonna? <gasps> um, you know, I think I feel like that element's always there, but you might. I feel like we might have seen the yips already. I, mean, I don't think we really have. And you know, in his the, what the last five games he started, uh, everyone was expecting that. Just to actually, everyone had really low expectations, right? You're third string quarterback. You're the last pick in the draft you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think if we would have seen it, you know, again, the playoffs are different, are different beast, but thus far, 
he has really surpassed everything I've I've expected, and I think most people. And to your point as well about you know him never playing play in the playoffs, Geno Smith has never played in the playoffs either. So you know, that's a good point. Uh, he was on the Jets; they didn't make the playoffs. That's exactly. Good. You know, even though he's yeah. been a veteran for what ten years or whatever it is at this point. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be new. It's gonna be new for for both both sides. So okay, well, if you're you know, like I said, Niners are on the offense. If you're if you're the Seahawks defense, you know, obviously they're gonna run the ball. There's there's the pretty factor where you, you know you can take advantage. Anything else as a defense? If you're the Seahawks defense, I mean, just being able to how are you gonna contain? You know, obviously stopping the run with McCaffrey and Mason, um, and you know even Debo when he lines up in the backfield sometimes. Um, you know, stopping those guys. And then you have George Kittle who can, who can do it all. Um, you know, like you're not going to be throwing in as much in this game, but I think Kyle Shannon, you know, he's known for developing backs and, and running backs and being creative. So I think you kind of have to give the, give advantage to, to the Niners on that, on that side. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to your point, if they're, they're able to stuff the run game and put it on Purdy, that's probably their, their best chance of, of being the Niners, at least in that department when the Niners in the offense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so let's say, okay, fine. The Seahawks have the have the football. Niners on the de- defense. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned before, Gino is having a career year, um, both in passing touchdowns, passing yards, completions, attempts, like he, which is fucking crazy if you think about it. It's crazy to think that after the Russell Wilson trade, the Seahawks make the playoffs. Geno Smith surpasses Russell Wilson in literally every single season record. And not only that, Terry on top, they had the Broncos' first round pick, which is the fifth overall <laughs> pick. So, I mean, you can't, yeah. this can't get any better for, for the Seahawks, win or lose. They, however, you spin it, they're on house money right now. But besides yeah. that, you know, Geno Smith, he's playing great football. This past month, you know, the, the Geno Smith you saw early on to now, they've been struggling a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's because of pass protection. It has, by the way. Uh, pass mm-hmm. protection, um, you know, just the grind. You know, the second half, there's more film on Geno Smith, but it hasn't been to that same effect. But at the same time, too, you know, you have, as you mentioned before, you have the rookie Kenneth Walker, a 1,000-yard rusher, by the way. I think this is uh, his second consecutive game with at least 100 yards rushing. He's been coming along. He's coming off a 29-carry, over 100-yard rushing game. And you have, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett's back after after hand surgery. You have DK Metcalf. Um, but this is a very tough Niners team. Um, how are you approaching this? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just what their bread and butter has been this whole season is riding that defense. Um, I was looking up at the last game, the Niners – when they played the Seahawks at in Seattle, the Niners held the Seahawks to 70 total rushing yards that game. And that's the thing too, like same thing with Purdy, same thing with Geno Smith. You don't want either quarterback to be forced to drop back 30 plus times. Like Mm -hmm. you want them in play action. You want them to roll out. Both of them actually, I won't say they're very similar, but you know, they, they got some wiggle, they got some legs. You want them out evading defenders from pressure. Uh, You want that play action, to be effective. And I don't know if the CX can necessarily run for over hundred yards, but they need a decent run game. Right. But, but does, you know, 
the fact does Kenneth Walker does he does he really scare you when you have all those Pro Bowlers in that defensive line up front and and Bosa, that's the thing. And, and, and like then, thirty rushing yards the, the last measure. He he did right. not do well. He did not right. do well for for, for that right. matter. Yeah, yeah. I think we can, you know, largely say as well, you know, Lockett's been having had a good year. Metcalf has been up and down. I don't think he's fully fulfilled his potential as everyone has thought. Um, I mean, know. both of them are technically a thousand yard receivers. True. That's fair. Right. Um, but fair. again, the, one of the biggest holes for the Seahawks for years has been the offensive line, right? It's still, it's still shoddy. Better, better, but yeah, you, you have two rookie tackles. Um, I mean, I'll say this: uh, the one thing that the Seahawks have in their to their advantage, and I don't know if they can take advantage of it, but if you take a page out of the Raiders game where the Raiders mm-hmm. scored thirty plus points, or you know um, the Chiefs, but you know, the, I feel like this Niners secondary can be had. Notably, all their younger guys, whether it's Hufunga, their strong mm-hmm. safety, or it's their their other cornerback in uh, uh, Lenore. Lenore, yep. Right, I mean, there, there's some, there's some wiggle, there's some wiggle. If they, I'd say this at least between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, what they can do, and they do well, is you know at the point point of attack to catch the ball, uh, they, they can win a lot, a lot of jump balls, especially against Lenore. Yeah, and Hufunga for yeah. that matter. Yeah. No, very true. Um... But if you have all that pressure up front, I don't even know if, if Gina will have enough time to even get the ball to to those guys. Just with how how forceful uh, the defensive line is and pressuring the ball, and I feel like playoff situation, you know, Bosa's had a, he's he's my defensive player of the year. Um, Armstead has had a great year. You know, you kind of go down the line. You have all these guys. You have a lot of depth there. Um, so you know, that's just going to put a lot of pressure. Um, you know, on, on Gino and, and, the, and the offense. Well, let me ask you this: that whole weather element. You know, we we said it was the X factor. So, if it's mm-hmm. raining, you know, cats and dogs, does that? Um, I won't say neutralize, but you know, it, does the pass rush does it go down? Like you know, they're slipping and sliding. So, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see how the, we'll see how the turf's playing at, at, at Levi's. Um, you know, I, I feel like anytime you're slipping, slipping, it's going to be challenging for both offense and defense. So it's almost kind of a, you know, I don't think there's a distinct advantage on on any one side. Um, but like like we said at the beginning, because if that's going to be the situation, you know, I'm expecting McCaffrey to run the ball like 25 times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, okay, let's go to the next thing then. So we talked about the you know offense, defense for both teams. So like, I don't know what, what, what's a matchup that that you're really looking forward to. You know, player player v player PVP. Hmm. You know, um, put me on the spot there. I'm trying to think of the. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do it. Uh, you know, I go for it. Yeah, let's flip it. Let's flip it around. Obvious. It goes back to Lenore. Right. Okay. They're, target, they're for sure going to target Lenore. Like I have no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you saw it early on against the Cardinals Niners game. Like they did that fucking double pass, threw it up to AJ Green, mm-hmm. made the catch, and, and ran in for the score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going back to jump balls in the at the point of attack. Yeah, I, I like DK Metcalf. I like him against Lenore straight up. Mm-hmm. 
throw it up. Yeah. Let him make a play. Uh, I th- I think that DK Metcalf can definitely bail them out on, on some third and long situations. Um, and while Lenore certainly has the wherewithal t- to make a play and, and to be there, he's having a hard time finishing the job, meaning that he's in the vicinity, but can he actually finish and, ma- and make the pass deflection or, you know, properly de- defend at the highest point of attack? And you know, uh, so I how does that's what I'm doing, you know. So, how does how does Shanahan combat that? How does what is his response to that if he if he knows that that's his kind of weak weakness on on the defense and the secondary, um, and he knows that that needs to be targeted, what is what can he do to kind of prevent that? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, it's not it's not so easy, but uh, you know, you could always say a little, little bit of safety health, um. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think that's the only thing you can you can really do. But going back to Lenore, I mean, at the very least, you know, if you're Lenore, um, you might give it up, but not not necessarily give up yards after the catch. It's tough. Um, I give Lenore a lot of credit because he's in the area, but he doesn't necessarily win the matchup per se. Yeah. But as long as you don't give up the big play for a touchdown, I feel okay. Um, I feel like it's, it's this tough. game. I feel like this game points are going to be. Neither team is going to want to leave points on the board, so I yeah. feel like there's going to be a lot of, especially with the rain, um, you know, opportunities maybe in the red zone where you might see a team go for a field goal. It's fourth and short or something. I could see scoring opportunities like that. I could see Shanahan taking a little bit of a gamble even with the weather and just trying to trying to go for for the points there. Because so? he's usually pretty damn conservative, you know what I'm saying? He is. He is. But I feel like, I don't know, it's a tricky one. I can see both sides, but um, I don't know. Robbie Gold's missed, missed a couple in the last couple of games here. So, yeah, who knows? Well, but, going uh, back to your point, I mean, the Niners might be aggressive, but – if I'm Pete Carroll, I mean, you've seen it before. We were literally at the yeah. game last, last year. Yeah, yeah. He, he does some, some fucking fuckery. Big, no. big punt. Yeah. And all that, all yeah. That. <laughs> Did, what, what was his, his res- quote or response? Something about something some reporter asked him about the matchup against against in the playoffs. And what did he say? He's like, oh, we're playing 49ers. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we're playing the Niners. Like, he's doing, yeah. you know, he's he's playing the, the media games. And, oh, there's such a great team yeah. and all that. Yeah, I mean, he has I mean, a lot of familiarity. Obviously, he's been around forever. I think he's the coach of the Niners, like way back in the like, '90s or something. He was a defensive um, coordinator. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, you got know, you got to think that he might have some shit up his sleeve. Yeah, it's interesting to see the between the two the the, the juxtaposition, if you will, between the head coaches, the Shanahan and, and, and old timer, yeah. and 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 the new quote unquote newer guy. And I'm intrigued, you know, because I mean, I'll just put it out there: like the Niners outclassed the Seahawks, and I'm sure they know it deep down inside. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if if they have a couple of uh, trick plays or a little bit more aggressive yeah. to yeah. keep them off tilt. I mean, the like you art, said, right? The, like you said, the Seahawks this, they're playing on house money pretty much. They weren't expecting to be here. They really have. They really have not not a whole lot, whole lot to lose. They traded their franchise quarterback and Russell Wilson. Then they were not expected to make the playoffs this year, let alone have a career year for Geno Smith. Um, and now they have all these picks coming up next year as well. So it's really like 
they can just go all out and see what happens. Right. All right. So, okay. Well, what's the matchup that you're looking for? So I, I, I mentioned Lenore Metcalf. That's the one that I'm, you know, if, if the Seahawks were really to make a play, let alone in the red zone or a big play, you know, downfield, I, I think it's Metcalf making a play. What about you? It doesn't have to be the Seahawks offense. It could be the Niners or whatever the fuck. So. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I think looking at, um, you know, looking at, we're talking about running the ball and McCaffrey being such a huge part of that as well. Um, I guess looking at sort of the, uh, you know, the looking at the, the, the run stoppers against McCaffrey. So you can, you can, you can see the, the defensive line uh, and linebackers as well, stepping up Bruce Irvin. Um, I know the rookie was a woolen is having, having a good year. Um, you know, any those types of those, you know, Quadra Diggs as well. You know, it's a. I think he made a Pro Bowl, right? Oh uh, yeah, no, he's been doing his thing. That, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, so I, I like to see that. Just really, who who they can look at to kind of you know, stop stop the run. Okay. Okay. So pretty much the run defense against against CMC then, right? Yeah. Okay. 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 For sure. Well. You know, when you when you put it all all together, I have some trepidation. Uh, the, the spread's nine and a half, ten. The weather's going to be funky. This is again that the Niners can win. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, um, I am kind of nervous. Even though I, I'm confident that the Niners can probably do it if all things are equal, but it's not because of the weather and all this other shit. So like, I don't know. What's the score? What's the score, Camo? Yikes! Uh, I don't like the spread. Yikes. yikes! I don't. I don't like the minus ten. I don't. I don't think the Niners going to cover. Um, you don't think so? Like this I is don't, this I, team that has dominated them all season, right? I, I, I hope I'm proved proven to be wrong. Um, I you know I don't I don't see this game going into the 30s like the last couple of games have been for the Niners. I think this is going to be a gritty, lower scoring affair. Um, similar to the last couple of games we've had with the Seahawks early in the season. Um, you know, I mean, the first game they, they had put up 27, but I can see this being like a 20, you know, 21, like 21, 17 type kind of game with four of the Niners on top. Really close. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really hope I'm wrong, but, um, that is a that's kind of where I'm thinking it's going to be, just given all the conditions, everything that's happening. I think it's um, you know, I'm nervous and all that weather and all that aside, but if I feel as strongly as I do about the Niners, and maybe that's some bias, but you know, Jordan Brooks going back to run defense. Jordan Brooks, their their star linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who's the parent heir for Bobby Wagner. He tore his ACL. Uh, his season's over. So Cody Barton's going to go up there. And I know they're secondary between Tariq Woolen, Michael Jackson, Ryan Neal, uh, Quandry Diggs. You know, it's, it's been on the come up. But honestly, you know, like if the Niners are able, especially for a run, a run game in the rain, you run the fucking ball. You run the CMC. You run it to Debo. You run it to Elijah Mitchell. You run it to Jordan Brooks. Not Jordan Brooks. Uh, Jordan Mason. Um this run defense isn't that isn't that good. You keep keep it out of uh, 
Purdy's hands unless, you know, obviously there's a big play, play action aside. But, you know, you keep it simple because, you know, you know why you keep it simple? It's because your team's better, All right. When your team's better, you don't need to do anything too complex because, you know, talent, pound for pound, you're the better team. Mm-hmm. So you run the ball, uh, you keep it honest, top of possession. And then, um, yeah, uh, I feel that all the matchups, you know, this run defense, these linebacks for the Seahawks, they're not going to be able to, unless they foam the ball, uh, they're not going to be able to touch the Niners. So okay, go ahead and give me 27 to 13. 27 oh, 13. Okay. Um, you know, obviously not 30s, but I, I, I think mm-hmm. uh, they'll have the game early. It'll be cl- close early on. I think later on they'll they'll make the run. So who who do you think scores first in this game? I think it's going to be uh, you know, it's, it's crazy because Elijah Mitchell hasn't he's been gone like the last mm-hmm. eight weeks or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's coming off a five carry, fifty five yard, two touchdown game. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to be um, well, he's fresh. I think he's fresh. I, I think you're going to see him a lot in the red zone. CMC is going to be the receiving back, and he's going to be very complimentary, and you know, a big part of the passing game and a big safety net for Brock Purdy. Uh, but when push comes to shove, I think you can see a, a, a lot of Elijah Mitchell, a violent runner in the red zone. So I, I expect him to, to score first. Well, I, ho- yeah. I hope that uh, hope my prediction is more in line with with yours. But yeah, we'll just we'll just kind of see what happens with the uh, with the forecast. Random motherfucker, and <laughs> and being a rookie, let alone the last pick in the draft. That's something where everyone's kind of waiting for him to fail, mm-hmm. and it certainly can't. It certainly can't happen, by the way. Um, of course, nothing yeah. like the playoffs. Nothing like the playoffs. But I, if that I, doesn't just, happen and the Seahawks are able to overcome everything to get up to this point, it's it's a big, it's a big statement for that franchise for the Seahawks. Franchise. Do the do the Niners still have Josh Johnson as a backup? They have him. They have him. Okay. Yeah, he's the backup right now. Jimmy G. He's still not a hundred. So I mean, you right. know, yeah, he's, he's okay. still right I there. Was, I know they had signed him. I just couldn't recall if they, you know, what the conditions were or whatever. But so they have Josh Johnson as a backup, and then in the disaster scenario, who's the who would be the quarterback if Josh Johnson couldn't go? Did you check? Jimmy's not ready, so it's going to be. Here's the thing: so Jimmy's not ready. He's the third on the yeah. depth charts. They they didn't put him on IR. Oh, they didn't. Because, okay. You know they 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 only have so many players you can take right. off of IR. So right. it would have to be Kyle Yuschek in, in that instance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah interesting um yeah man it's it's gonna be exciting um you know 27 13 that's where i'm at i, I think they do 27 13 27 13 yeah. i think they do take care of business it might be you know it might be spicy early on it might be 7 7 10 7 but i uh, uh 10, I, 10 10 13 but i think eventually yeah. they, they make their mark and here's the thing too uh shout out to Demico ryan's but he he usually does get his defense adjusted in the second half. Yeah. 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 It's been yeah. – um, and then on the opposite side, who do we – I guess – oh, we can we can talk about this on their pod about predicting the future a little bit. But um, yeah. You know, it's an interesting well, matchup this, this, this weekend for sure. So let's go ahead and do it. We talked about the meat and potatoes, which is the Just the West Bowl, which is the Niners-Seahawks game, which is awesome. Yeah. Not as awesome, well, depending on how you look at it. But you have the Chargers at the Jaguars. 
Chargers are favored by two and a half, over under 47. <laughs> I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think this game goes? Um, for the spread and all that. It doesn't have to be that much. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just, just going off of kind of matchups and kind of where things are at, um, I, I'm liking Chargers just because the Jaguars are the Jaguars, even though they've had obviously a much better year than I think largely due to coaching um, and, um, you know, obviously being in a kind of weaker division. Um, but I think, I think it depends also for the Chargers if uh, Mike Williams is going to go play this weekend. Um, but I think I would take Herbert over Lawrence just based on experience. Um, yeah, give me the Chargers. Okay. Uh, give me the Jaguars. And the reason why I oh. say that is because, well, you know the Chargers, they're always so fucking inconsistent. And I, I, do, like, <laughs> I do like the Jaguars with Doug Peterson, you know, former Super Bowl coach, mm-hmm. spicy. They beat when it you're in it. They they beat the Titans, um, and I've seen hasn't been pretty, but I think Trevor Lawrence is is getting there. I think this offense is, is doing enough. Whether with with Christian Kirk, um, ETN, like you know their their offense isn't that mm-hmm. bad, honestly. Evan Ingram, like it's not a bad group now, honestly. Um, I yeah. think they're like a, yeah. a gritty group, and they're <laughs> gritty. The, the Chargers are more finesse. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I said it. Yeah, they're a little bit more finesse, and they're and they're at Jacksonville. So fuck it. Go ahead and give, give me the <laughs> give me the home dog. Okay, give me the Jaguars. Okay. All right. Okay. Sunday onwards. Okay, so that's Saturday. Uh, I say Saturday is kind of a shit show, but mm-hmm. I'm biased because you know uh, you got the Niners. Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. game, Dolphins at Buffalo. The Bills are heavy favorites, 13 and a half points because. Well, there's no Tua. At least I haven't heard anything. So you're no, gonna he's, have, he's, um, he's out. He's out. So you're yeah, Skylar, you Thompson? Skylar Thompson, right? Undrafted. Right. <laughs> 13 and a half, 43 and a half. I mean, um, I, I don't know. I, I can't see this being a trap game. It's. I think it's a matter of, are they going to cover the spread at 13 and a half? Is there something I'm missing? You know what? Uh, Thirteen and a half. I think I I do think they'll cover that. If at Buffalo, we all know what Buffalo's gone through in the last week and a half, and yeah. everything amazing they have. They have all the support in the world on their side. Um, and can you imagine if if Demar Hamlin like yeah has like a video like shout out or something before they're gonna go crazy like. So they're gonna play you know, fired football at Buffalo, right? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're already like, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing story that has happened and, and truly, I mean, that's just feeling it as a, you know, as a, as a f- football fan. And then can you imagine if you were on the team, like it's probably another level. So, okay. Um, okay. yeah, I, I would, I would, yeah, I would, uh, strongly favor Buffalo in that game. And especially, yeah, like you said, having the, you know, with uh, two out, um, you know, Michael Daniels had a great year, the Dolphins, you know, they have a cheetah, they have some other playmakers, but uh, that's going to be a tough environment to go into. So unless they play, you know, we have nothing to lose type of mentality. Um, I think it's going to be a, a blowout in that game. Right on. Um, no lies detected. Unless there's something else, some other fuckery. Um, let's do what yeah. plays. I don't see this team losing. Um, yeah. The, it's kind of like, well, you know, I, I know it's, 
it's fucking cold in Buffalo right now. Maybe <laughs> it's the weather. But at the same time, it's not like the Dolphins, Miami for that matter, if they're mm-hmm. metal tested in, in the weather either. So, yeah. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. This is a spicy game. Actually, this is probably um, the spiciest game of, uh, of the weekend. Giants, Vikings at Minnesota. The Vikings are favored by three, over under 48. This is a Vikings team where they're the number three seed. You know, they've, they've done well. Obviously, they mm-hmm. have a great record. They've won a lot of close games, you know, one possession game. Mm-hmm. 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 Either or, but it doesn't matter because the record is pretty fucking good. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have a pretty savvy Giants team. Uh, mm-hmm. They locked it up in the NFC East. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones, you know, <clears throat> played some good football. Saquon Barkley, yeah. his player, played some inspired comeback of the year's sort of performances. So, I mean, what, what's the mm-hmm. about this game? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, no, this, I like it. This is spicy. Um, I, I, shout out to uh, to Danny Dimes for helping me win my first ever fantasy football league. Um, oh, throwing four him? touchdowns. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. well, I had because well, I had uh, I had Lamar who's been injured for like four weeks, five weeks. So uh, I picked him ahead. up. I, I picked him up off the up the scrap heap a few weeks ago, and he's been Talk playing about well. It so. Next game because Lamar ain't playing this week either. But he's not. He's not. Yeah, but um, yeah, no. And then uh, your boy uh, Kenny Galladay got his first first touchdown as a Giant last week, right after. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to translate necessarily to the next game, but no, I think this would be close. Um, like you said, Minnesota's won a lot of close games, and Justin Jefferson is a terrific player, even though he has been playing very well the last few games. I think he's going to break out in this game. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a big game. I think Kirk Cousins is going to figure out kind of how to best utilize his best players. Um, and you know, I just think the Giants are still the Giants, even though yes, they won Super Bowl what 15 years ago or whatever, no, however many years ago it was. Um, Going, it's always hard to go on the road, especially in the playoffs. Um, it's probably gonna be cold there as well. So, I mean, they're both used to playing cold weather conditions, but yeah, um, they call it Minnesota. It's Minnesota's indoors. It's oh, it's indoors. Just kidding. Sorry, it's Minnesota. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indoor. Oh yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. But um, it's uh, yeah. I, I, I'll take the Vikings in this game just for being at home, um, and and for uh, giving the the nod to um. Because Cousins, he's played in the playoffs before, and, and Daniel Jones is not. So I think there's going to be an advantage there. Okay. I'm with you. I'll give the Vikings. Uh, it was at New York. It was at, you know, in the blistering cold. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. one issue. But no, it's fucking indoors. It's like 60 degrees. It'll be fine. The Vikings are a great indoor team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that the Vikings can be had, but not for this game. I think the Vikings yeah. will do fine. Jefferson, Hawkinson, um, Dalvin Cook. They'll be defense. Yeah. Obviously, you have some worries, but I, I don't think the Giants have the offense to to overcome it. One thing I can say, maybe some some wheels from Danny Dimes, but uh, give me the Vikings, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Sunday night football. Uh, Bengals nine and a half against the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. Over under forty and a half. Um, I mean, honestly, for this game, like Anthony Brown against Joe Burrow, like, <laughs> yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Like who? Um, yeah. I, again, I think just I mean the, the Bengals were in Super Bowl last year. Um, they have, you know, 
Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. They're yeah, I, I I like the Bengals in this game for sure. Okay, we don't need to say much. I think um, Ravens have a, have a great defense. You know, they just gave Rakan Smith a five year, hundred million dollar deal after the trade with shows. You know, their defense has improved, but you know, especially in the playoffs, obviously defense matters. But you need to score points, and mm-hmm. unless Burrow really fucks it up, it's certainly possible. But uh, give me the Bengals. Last game, Monday Night Football, and this is something that's kind of spicy. I could see an upset. Uh, you got the Cowboys, America's mm-hmm. team, presumably, against Tom Brady, <clears throat> the Tampa Bay Brady, mm. <laughs> the Buccaneers. So they're at oh, Tampa Bay. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cowboys oh, at Tampa Bay, and the Cowboys, they haven't been playing their best brand nope. of football lately. And, the, and Tampa Bay, I mean, they're still around. They're at home. Yeah, Tom Brady in the playoffs. Um, and the spread is yeah. indicating the the Cowboys are favored by like two and a half mm-hmm. over under forty six. Uh, I see an upset sort of factor going on. I, I I am digging. I'm buying into some Tom Brady postseason stock right now. Oh, gosh, you know what? This but yeah, this this is an the Bucks they can't run the football. At, uh, they don't. They have a hard time running the football, but it goes back to the. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady, right? Yeah, Fuck. it's Tom Brady. But this could be his last. It could be his last game in the Buccaneers, right? I, he might be a Raider next year. But um, this is an ugly game. Like I just don't like looking at on for face value. It's just like maybe said. I just don't like the, either team very much. Um, like you said, well, apparently uh, the NFL likes them because they got fucking Monday Night Football. Of course, well, yeah, right. It's the it's the it's, it's the the logo, right? The blue. It's it's the golden it's the golden boy against America's team. So, right. Uh, I mean, Dak has not been playing very well. Um, I, I've never been really impressed by him, but uh, this is not this. Is what I feel like would not be a very fun game to watch, but uh, yeah, I, uh, this is a tough. I would say. Slight nod to the Bucks for being at home. Um, Mike Evans is, can still put up a lot, can still do a lot. Um, Tom Brady, is, he's, he, he is who he is. Um, but like you said, there, there's going to be an upset this weekend at some point. Um, you know, we kind of went through, through the other teams and we pretty much have been chalk for the most part. I do can see a scenario where the Cowboys go in and upset Tom in his last game as a Buccaneer. So I think give me the Cowboys in this game with Zeke, with CD Lamb, and um, yeah. All right, Cowboys. Well, I'll go with the Bucks. Uh, I've been okay. Maybe it's biased, but I don't know. The Cowboys—they've been. I know it's the regular season, but I don't know the the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Momentum does matter. They just haven't been playing good football lately. Uh, I know Michael Parsons is Defensive Player of the Year candidate, but mm-hmm. even for him, like this last month, he's had a one and a half sacks. Like he, he hasn't been the same. Mm-hmm. His offense isn't. Um, I don't know. You want to finish strong, and they got their asses headed against the Commanders. That was the last game. I mean, I just got to look like. There's going to be an upset this weekend somewhere, right? You look at the other team. I just feel like this is the one game where I could see, where I could foreseeably see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 
But I like the suspense, and I, I think personally for me, I would like to see another game of Tom Brady. So yeah. give me the Bucks, give me the Bucks, and I say okay. that because uh, if the Cowboys lose, that will be very spicy about what they do for the <laughs> head coach move before they if they keep McCarthy. <laughs> Or maybe they get Sean Payton or something else in the offseason. Um, they should win, but I want D'Amico the Bucks Ryan's. to win. <laughs> I want the Bucks to win, so let me let me go ahead and go with the Bucks then, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Well, hey, um, Camo, I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to Saturday, the first game of the postseason, 1.30 Pacific Center time with the Seahawks and the Niners. And let's see what happens with our predictions. But uh, any other final words? I'm ready for some postseason football, baby. Yeah. No, it's exciting. Um, but, you know, let's get the tournament started. Should be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys, I appreciate you guys hopping on the pod. Uh I'll be the first to admit we haven't been as consistent as we have in seasons past. Life comes at you quick, but uh, I appreciate the follow through thick and thin, whether it's on Spotify, or iTunes, Twitter at Just the West, Instagram at Just the West, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. Till next time, we out here. Peace.